Welcome to the Field Log Podcast, daily reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I am your host, Hara Sakaria. Field Log, Day Zero, The Way of the Warrior King. Welcome to the first episode, or I should say the zeroth episode, of the Field Log Podcast. This podcast is a result of an idea that I had maybe two, maybe three months ago. I woke up and I kind of, the mood struck me to to listen to something to get me motivated to tackle the day. You know, sometimes you wake up, you have the energy to do it. Sometimes you wake up and you don't really feel like doing the work that you're supposed to do as a man. And of course, the more of a man you are, the less that matters. No matter how you feel, you're going to do what you have to do because your sense of duty defines who you are. But it would still be nice to be able to to play something, to to really get in the mood, kind of a primer. That's how I'm thinking of it as a primer. A kind of a primer that you can listen to every morning that would really get you to go after it. So I started experimenting. First, I would would pick a song that would really get me in the mood, and I would listen to that every morning. And obviously, as most of you know, I'm sure, if you listen to a song repeatedly for days or weeks, back to back to back, the song gets boring. You're going to like wear it out. You're going to listen it out. So that stopped working. Then I started listening to Jocko's albums that he has on, I was listening on Spotify and you know, the ones where he says things like, what is it? The the one about the donut. It's a, it's not food, it's poison. And that worked really well because Jocko has a great voice and the things he's saying are very relatable and that really gets you in the mood, but same thing. Eventually, I, I listened that out. And then I started listening to Machiavelli Motivation, which is a guy who puts together, it's basically workout motivation videos, and recently, apparently, he's been putting them on music platforms as well. He's putting them on Spotify, and those are really good, but same thing. Eventually, I would find a few that I liked, I would listen to them repeatedly, and then the effect would wear off. It wasn't priming me anymore. So eventually I figured the time commitment's not that big. I can do this myself. It's only supposed to be first maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes at most in the morning to kind of get the mind going in the right direction, to to stay focused, to get focused, almost like a like a warm-up. You can think of it as a daily warm-up to your day. If the day is a performance event, let's say you're an athlete, then you want to warm up mentally and get get in the mood to really do what you're supposed to do to tackle the day. And that's basically what this is. There are really two purposes to the Field Log podcast. First purpose is a primer. Is you The intention is that you would listen to it in the morning, and we'll see how that works. Listen to it in the morning. You put your headphones in first thing. You press play on whatever episode comes out, and you're going to hear thoughts. You're going to hear thoughts revolving around the concept of, of masculinity, obviously from a Christian perspective, from an Orthodox perspective for me. But there's still plenty to be gleaned, I hope, for people who might not be in that space. But for real masculinity is how do I make sure that I put God first? And how do I make sure that I put my, my duty first and my purpose first and not be ruled by my impulses and my desires for pleasure and my fears and concerns and whatever else might get in the way of true performance? That's the first first purpose is to prime you, to get you in the mood to really do the work you're supposed to do that day. 
And like I was saying earlier, this product is primarily for myself. It's, I, it's something I wanted, and I assume that there are other men who would benefit from something like this. And the second purpose is the actual subtitle, which is Daily Reflections. Right? I mean, I could get on the microphone six days a week, and every morning I could tell you, you're a man, be a man, go after what you're supposed to go after, perform your duties, don't let your passions rule you, right? Acquire the apathetic passions, as we say in the Orthodox Church, and uh, be, be driven just by virtue alone. But that's going to get old very quick. So there has to be a discussion of some sort, something to, to stimulate your mind, to get the juices flowing, if you will. So there's going to be daily reflections, and I'm going to pick topics that are interesting me at the time, that I, I think are useful for men. Maybe I'm reading a good book, and I want to talk about something from that. Like recently, I've been rereading Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics. And um, that's really got my creativity going. My, my thoughts are sort of going at 110 miles an hour, thinking about all the various things I'm reading from Aristotle's perspective. Other times, it's, it might be more practical things, like uh, taking cold showers, for example. I'm, I'm a massive proponent of that, and I'm not the only person to be a massive proponent of that in the performance space, if you will. So those are the two two ideas. Those are the, the two purposes, the reason this exists. I, I remember I used to listen to the Tim Ferriss podcast a lot, and this was when I first graduated college about five years ago in 2017. And um, one of the things he used to say repeatedly was that you should make the product that you want, right? It's, it, there's a, the hole in the market. You, you'll feel it first in yourself and say, man, I really want this product to exist. And that's kind of the, the, the spirit in which I'm making this is I'm, I'm going to use it myself. I'm going to record these episodes and then as, as absurd or weird as it might seem, I'll listen to my own voice for 20 minutes to telling me to, to do the things I'm supposed to do that day and, and giving me refreshers on some of the principles that I follow, like the cold shower or sleeping on the floor a few days of the week or, or masculine feminine dynamics, um, you know, experiences that I might have had that are particularly useful exercise and, and building wealth and prosperity and, and stewardship of the things and the people that have been put around you by God to, to be led by you. Because, you know, sometimes I'm not in the mood either. And I, I wish I was perfect in the way that I can just show up no matter how I feel and do exactly what I know I should do. You know, there are these decisions that we make. In a moment of lucidity or clarity or fire, you make a decision. You say, this is what I have to do. I have to go train X amount of days a week. I have to eat this certain way because that's going to give me the ability to better serve my community and my church and my God and my country, my family, wife and children, if you have those, your, your brothers. But then you have a moment of weakness. You say, listen, you know, I could, I could keep working until it's bedtime or I could take two hours and just throw on a movie on Netflix. And the goal is to, to not take leisure time unless it's been properly allocated or allotted for and not just fall prey to the desire to not work in that very moment. So it can be hard. And I'm going to use the daily reflections to remind myself to, to stay on the ball and take care of the things that I have to take care of. Because at the end of the day, 
as men, we always have something to take care of. And of course, your entire life shouldn't be dominated by external concerns, right? There has to be introspection and those kinds of things, especially considering that the state of your soul, the state of your character is the primary defining quality of who you are as a man, whether you're doing it or not doing it. But I always feel like that, I always feel like the things you do and the things you say and the things you think of, think about, are a direct reflection of your internal state. Is a, a man who is not afraid of difficult situations, who's not afraid of discomfort, who's not afraid to do whatever he thinks as or has been convinced of being the right thing to do, that kind of man, when you have that sort of core, that sort of center in you, that way of thinking and that way of operating, it's going to show in everything that you do. So a lot of times, I think, in order to tease out the internals that are required to be a real man, you kind of work from the outside in. And I'll, I'll give an example of this. One of my favorite things to do when, when a guy approaches me and I, I start having a conversation, and I can usually tell when a man is desiring to to express his masculinity and build his masculinity, you can always tell there's this maybe a restless look, I think is the best way to describe it. I can usually tell I start having these conversations with guys and they'll, they'll start asking me things, you know, like, what do you do or what are you interested in? And we start talking about my interest in, in masculine performance specifically and the face just lights up, right? You start seeing the fire that, that's been a coal and ember in the middle of his chest for, I don't know, five, 10 years, all of a sudden there's gasoline being poured on it or there's little kindling thrown on it and the fire starts to grow. And I even had a conversation with a guy once at dinner, someone invited him to dinner with a group of guys I was with and he got so excited, he starts pounding the table. You know, every sentence he goes, yeah, and he just slams the table and the waiters are looking at us like we're crazy. And those kinds of guys, when I have conversations with them and I start to realize that they want something, they want to do something because men are driven by action and they want to build their internal state. They might not know it just yet, but they're really motivated by these external things. What I find is I, every single time this has been the case, every single time I've had a conversation with a guy or started telling started telling a guy that I met the things that I do um, to get to where I am and, and the person that I am is exercise. It's always, always, always weight training. It's, there's something so almost one-to-one -one between weight training performance and confidence as a man. And I have a lot of ideas, a lot of thoughts around weight training and the philosophy of, of why we do weight training as men. And there will be a later episode discussing all of that. But for now, suffice to say that weight training is meant to build your body to be a tool for your purpose, right? There is an element of looking better. It's a byproduct. There is an element of being physically strong. It's a byproduct. But really, the, the very practice of deliberate, consistent effort applied to something at specific intervals and you know no matter how you feel you show up and you train and you have to sleep differently you have to focus on getting more water you have to eat differently you go out to restaurants and a lot of times I'm low carb or keto so I'll, I'll be out at restaurants and I look through the menu and these are the things I, I can eat these are the things I can't eat I'll often have to go off menu and or order something and say skip all the sides skip the fries skip the toast if it's a breakfast place and just being different having that having that discipline to to do what you're supposed to do 
the gym is perfect for that. It's absolutely perfect for that. It is the only area in life that I've found where if you do everything the way you're supposed to, if you do everything right, you will get results. Guaranteed. Barring a freak accident, you know, you drop a plate on your foot or you snap up your back, you get some crazy injury or you get in a car accident or something and you're just indisposed and you can't exercise. If you are capable and you do it, you will grow. Most areas in life just aren't like that. Money, you can start a business, you do everything right. You do your market research, you launch the product, you you iterate, you pivot, all of those things and your business might just fail because there is no roadmap. Same thing in romance or dating. Let's say you start to dress better and you get in shape and you get a good haircut and you learn how to speak to women and you might just not get lucky. You might meet a girl and you start dating her and then distance gets in the way or it turns out she's not the person you, you thought she was. It turns out you're not the person you thought you were, right? I'm not trying to shift the blame on, on other people all the time. But the point is that weight training seems to be this area where you do what you're supposed to do and then you get where you're supposed to get every time. So a lot of times we work from the outside in. So many, 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 many of the episodes, probably a large, large majority of these episodes, large majority of these episodes are going to be about things you should do externally and their effects will sort of seep in from the outside in. You know, I, I was just talking about exercise and I'll take another example, uh, sleeping on the floor. And I'm sure this one will have its own field log. It will have its own episode, but you're sleeping on the floor two days a week, three days a week, four days a week, whatever you feel is appropriate for me, it's two. And it's something you really don't want to do. But you know, if you have proper hip flexor mobility and lumbar mobility, there seem to be some studies to indicate that sleeping on the floor can be healthy for you. So you could think of it as a purely practical concern, but the person that it turns you into, the ability to sleep on the floor, the person that that turns you into, is someone who's going to be better equipped to do what he has to do as a man. And that makes you of more use to the people around you. And that's ultimately what the goal is here, is the warrior king ethos is about doing what you're supposed to do for the benefit of other people. And we know that that's the role of men. Men are, when they're in their masculine core, when they're really where they're supposed to be mentally and spiritually, and especially you know, physically as well, we sacrifice ourselves for those who are in our care. And as you get older, that group, obviously, if you're living your life right as a man, that, that group will tend to expand. So you take a man living in the world, right? It's, it's a man living in the secular world. Let's say you have a wife, you have children, you have maybe you have a company and your employees that work for you, or you work for someone else, but you still, you run a team, you got five, six people. A man, a man sacrifices himself. And we know that there's a very famous passage in one of St. Paul's epistles, and I don't remember which one it is, even though they read it at every Orthodox wedding service, is where it says, men sacrifice yourselves for your wives as Christ sacrificed himself for his church. So if, if Christ is the ultimate example of who a man is, what a man is, then we know that his very existence on earth, those 33 years on earth, were all directed, had a telos towards, they were directed towards one particular event, and it was the crucifixion. Christ, God becomes man, is crucified, 
enters Hades, enters the underworld, and defeats death from within. Conquers death by death, as we say. So his entire ministry, his entire life, the gathering of the apostles, all of it was centered around his sacrifice. His sacrifice is Christ is crucified outside of time. It's, it's eternally who Christ the God-man is, is the crucified one. It's actually really fascinating. My priest at my church points this out every time we're celebrating Nativity Christmas. He'll point to the icon and say, if you look at an Orthodox icon of Christ being born, it's actually really interesting what the artists do. The manger, you know, this little wooden trough that animals eat out of, is, is shaped like a coffin. And then Christ is swaddled in baby clothes, but they kind of look more like wrappings, like bandages that you would put around someone who was, you know, who had died at the time. You know, they would bomb people and bomb people and then wrap them in these burial cloths. So his entire purpose when he was born was to die on the cross. And your purpose as a man is when you're born, your purpose as a man is to die to yourself and to live for other people. And it's in that mode that we feel the most fulfilled, ironically. So there's always still a practical concern. And that makes perfect sense because anytime any object or person follows its intended purpose, it flourishes, right? Like a car does best when it's being treated like a car. You drive it, you know, you get the oil change, you fill it up, you do you rotate the tires, everything you need to do to keep your car healthy and functional and working, that's a good car. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Of course, the car doesn't have feelings. But if you extend that to a person, if you take a human being and have that human being do what human beings are supposed to do, on a practical level, I can even make this argument that if you eat the way you're meant to eat, that your physiology physiology responds the best to, and if you use your body the way you're supposed to use it, you know, you walk, you lift things, you twist, you run, you jump, and you're in community. Humans are the most social animals on the planet. You're in community, you're communicating, communing with other people. If you do all those things, you will feel more alive and more human than you would if you don't. You, this is what happens to people who don't treat their bodies well and who isolate themselves. You know, this is why people spiral into depression. You know, there are even physiological reasons, a lot of physiological reasons for why people get depressed is your mood will tank you. You won't feel fulfilled if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So as a man, if we're not sacrificing ourselves and if we're not serving the community at large, we're not doing what we're supposed to do. So that's, in a nutshell, that's the warrior king ethos. And the reason I chose the phrase warrior king or the label warrior king is because I I find it to be very evocative. I'm a huge, huge proponent of of LARPing in your mind, you know, to put it kind of bluntly, is you imagine yourself in a position that is so much higher than than the one that you're currently filling to the point where you can ask yourself, you know, stupid questions like, what would a warrior king do? What would uh, a regal, you know, raced for his entire life to be the ruler of an entire nation or maybe an emp- empire even, maybe an emperor, raced his entire life to to rule a massive group of people and brought up, but also a man of action, right? Warrior king puts on the armor, grabs the sword, goes out there himself. What would that man do in this position? And I'm hoping that over the course of however many months or years, Phil Log 
is active that we can sort of explore that idea as a group as a community that's that's the warrior king ethos is the idea of what what are the things that i'm supposed to take care of what is my purpose as a man how do i achieve that purpose so we're talking philosophical questions right Thirty thousand foot view and we're talking practical questions of what you're supposed to do on a day-to-day basis you know the, the actions you can take that's it for day zero of the field log podcast I hope that this idea, this concept of exploring masculinity and your purpose as a man as it relates to the world and yourself and your God and your community and all that, that that excites you as much as it excites me. And if it does, make sure to tune in. We're going to have episodes six days a week in the mornings, hopefully. I'm going to try to hit my stride to make that happen. Of course, it's the outro, so i got to throw out a couple of plugs here. You can find me on Instagram if you want at XXLHara. You can come shoot me a message. We can have a conversation about these things. You can also go to the Warrior King Instagram, which is warriorking.cx for there's going to be podcast updates and whatever else I think is useful for whoever wants to stay in the loop. So we're going to explore that together. I'm sure the formats are going to change and the, the schedules are going to change and all those things. And then you can also... Find us on the web, warriorking.cx is also the URL. It's the Instagram handle on the URL. We have what's hopefully going to be a growing list of resources, but right now we have the 2023 Goal Setting Guide. It's a document that I wrote on my method for setting targeted actual goals, integrating them into habits, achieving them. And you can go through that and set your goals for 2023 the right way. So rather than random New Year's resolutions, you can set them the right way. We also have the Warrior King Training Protocol, which is a weight training protocol that I developed over the 10 years I've been lifting weights. Got me to, I'm currently at 171 pounds, got me to my 585 deadlift, my 315 by two bench, my 450 squat, just training three times a week, less than an hour per session. There's also nutrition advice for staying lean, staying in shape. So you can go get those, they're both free. And then I'm hoping to get an email list going as well. But I'm sure all of the formats are gonna change. For now, these are the things that we have available. Until next time, I'm Hara and conquer the day.